We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, here's what we're saying. Roger Goodell, yesterday, we and Roger Goodell is the NFL commissioner, in case you came in late, we were wrong. We were wrong about Kaepernick. He didn't say Kaepernick, but that's what he was talking about, admitting wrongdoing. And he's encouraging now. He's encouraging protestations and things over over, uh, deeds of the past history. So by encouraging that, Encouraging his players, he said uh, uh, that uh, he's with them. He is with them. Go for it. He's going to end up with more on-field antics. And uh, I'm not going to stand for anything uh, during the national anthem. Uh, I don't mean I'm not going to stand. I mean I'm not going to tolerate anything negative about the national anthem. I love football. I've been watching it. I'll tell you in a minute when we put Don on. Uh, for my whole life, but I'm not going to put up with that. And they've really opened up a can of worms by asking uh, vis- uh, asking players to feel free to protest. Okay, what are they going to do uh, regarding spousal abuse? You know, if you think one bad cop means all bad cops, then you got to think one spousal abuse is all uh, from uh, a football player is all spousal abuse from all football players. And so if you want to play that game, when are you going to make uh, some, uh, some show uh, how socially conscious you are regarding that in which a lot of people accused of it happen to be football players? All Sandy, right? the NFL is so phony in their approach to things. Uh, for years and years, well, I, don't, I can't remember what year the Rooney Rule was put in place, but it didn't take long for us to realize that NFL teams were just paying it lip service. Last year, Leslie Frazier leads uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills defense. He didn't even get a sniff at uh, uh, interviewing for a head coaching job. And did you hear they amended the, the Rooney Rule? The Rooney Rule says... That if you if you say you're looking for a head coach, you must interview at least one black uh, coach or prospective coach. Now here's how phony that is. Maybe you have somebody already on your staff who is so good that you think he'd be perfect. Then you still have to interview somebody from the outside who's black. And now they amended it. Now they have to do two. That that amendment came within the last couple of months. The Rooney Rule now says you got to talk to two outside minority coaches before you can hire anybody from internal. So that's nothing but lip service, isn't it? That's of course what it is. So I don't, you know, I just don't like phonies. Uh, in other words, everything that they've said the last two or three years regarding uh, the Kaepernick situation and what they believe in, 
was was phony. They either didn't believe it or they're phony now. But they were phony one of those two times, weren't they? Now, to show what uh, NFL fan I've been, I brought in a character witness on line four. My friend Don in Pennsylvania. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you guys doing today? Well, we're doing great. I'm always glad to see you on the on the line ready to go, especially today. Would you tell the audience uh, when you started coming over to my house so we could watch the National Football League? Do I have to answer that? Yes, you do. Hey, look, I'm outing myself, but I want people to know that I didn't just jump on the bandwagon. Well, let's put it this way. It's been over twice as many years as Mr. Joe Beamer has been on the face of this earth. That's- <laughs> yeah, we. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there were four teams in the NFL when we watched. It was the Cleveland, Detroit, uh, who else? Uh, the Bears, Chicago, and who was the fourth one? Was it New? In- it wasn't New England. Do you know who it was? Uh, no, it could have been Washington or the Giants. I, I oh, the Giants. It was the Giants. Okay, good. Uh, so, so we're football fans as far as go, going back as far as it was NFL football. Yeah, let's put it this way: we watched, we started watching NFL football before Jim Brown, who played way back then, was even in the movies. Yeah, Cleveland. He played for Cleveland, and he was really great. We were watching football. Uh, before an NFL quarterback was deflating footballs. He wasn't even born then. No, there was a guy for Cleveland who was named <laughs> Otto Graham who was outstanding. <laughs> so we back <laughs> to that time period. And we had Y.A. Tittle, and we had uh, – that was the beginning of football. We watched it all the time. Now, what's on your mind today? Well, first of all, uh, I agree 100% with what Tony said. They have to separate uh, – Mr. Kaepernick and, and the national anthem. Uh, what they could do is they could have a, a protest before the game where all the players from both teams go out to the middle of the field. They could lay down for eight minutes and a bunch of seconds before the game, but there's nothing to do with the national anthem. When they're done with that, they all go back to their respective benches then they would do the national anthem and they would all be standing up for the national anthem. So I think that could separate both and they would uh, you know, accomplish both uh, what they're trying to do. Well, that sounds good. And you know what else they could do, Don, in conjunction with yours? Simultaneously, they could put on the scoreboards in alphabetical order all the things they're protesting so that you would get a quick scan looking up there, see what else they're protesting because – it's a shame to waste such a, 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 a big venue. There might be 50, 60, 70, maybe even 80,000 people at a game. It's hard to know this year because of, of uh, social uh, distancing. Uh, but then you have it all there. It's up on the screen. Uh, not enough milk for, for kittens. I protest that. And that'll be up on the screen. Because it's getting ridiculous. I turn on the, uh, the game to watch football, period. I don't care what issue you have. I feel badly for it. I hope it works out well for you. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to watch football. Right. If I want to listen to the other, I'll put on the news. It's it's all over the news It's and then some. So uh, there's plenty of space for both. 
Well, I, I, I got to run, but I do like your contribution. You could be the next commissioner, Don. Uh, well, let's put it. You were talking about the, the Rooney rule. <clears throat> They've even gone so far now that if one of these teams hires a coach or a general manager who is who is black, they will get an extra third round draft choice. You're kidding me. Really? Yeah. The, oh, part of the, it's part of the deal. They will they will get a third round draft choice, uh, which is over and above whatever they would normally get. So that that's. That's how tough it is. I'll tell you one thing. If I'm a white guy and I'm, I, I'm a potential candidate and the league is offering a, an extra third-round draft choice if you hire a black guy, I, I'm, I'm calling my lawyer. I mean, that's, that's just wrong. You, you hire the best people, whether they're black or whether they're white. You don't do that. Got to run, Don. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Let's take a break on news radio. Did either of you guys know that about the third round draft? Choice? I did not know that. That's the first time hearing it. Yeah, same. Okay, yeah. I, I knew about um, they doubled up on the Rooney, Rooney rule, making it two people you had to interview instead of just one. We'll take a break on News Radio 930 WBN. By the way, a correction here trying to uh, operate from home is like juggling cats. There's so many things going on, and, and uh, some aspects you <clears throat> uh, simply don't have uh, that you have in the studio. Uh, but I apparently put the bunker comment uh, on the wrong person. The bunker comment was the county executive, not Brian Higgins, because then I, I talked about Brian Higgins' bun uh, bunker, uh, actual bunker that he hid out in uh, during the uh, Obama e uh, era when people went down to talk about Obamacare. So now that we've gotten that straight up, uh, we're at two things. Uh, one broke just before the show, and that's the presidential tweet suggesting that Martin Gugino could be an uh, Antifa operative, uh, and it was a setup. Brian Higgins says, uh, uh, blah, 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 and then the county executive says, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So that's what you got. They both disagree with the president, of course, and that's that. I want to know if you have an opinion on that. The second is the NFL commissioner saying and we and we played the audio now we played the uh piece we had was missing what 15 seconds i i think we've got it back as one piece can we uh, roll tape on the um on roger goodell three two one roll it has been a difficult time for our country in particular black people in our country first my condolences to families of george floyd brianna taylor ahmaud arbery and all the families who have endured police brutality we, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much-needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. 
Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Commissioner. The key word in that whole thing was encourage. They're going to encourage players to speak out. Now, we certainly know that there's been a history of uh, minorities getting the short end of the stick. There's no no question about that. And we and we want things to be right. No question about that either. But suggesting one bad cop means all bad cops, that means that one NFL bad player means all NFL bad players. A one spousal abuse charge means everybody should get a spousal abuse charge. You see how ludicrous that is. Uh, but if you open uh, if you open the doors to uh, encourage uh, this kind of uh, uh, openness, they're going to do it in their workplace. Their workplace is the field. You, as a, a viewer, are paying to watch a football game, not not an infomercial of protests. That's the that's my only concern. Is during the national anthem, I think people should stand, hand on their heart, hat off, uh, salute, whatever is the proper a proper thing for you to do, and show respect for the country and the flag. That's all I care about. And meanwhile, good luck to you, Commissioner. You're going to be juggling cats pretty soon, too, uh, when the season opens and everybody feels free to do to uh, take out their favorite protest and display it to the crowd. Uh, if you want to do that, it's your league. And, and he said that the NFL wouldn't be the NFL without black players, and I agree with that. But I also think that it wouldn't be the NFL without viewers. Plain and simple. All right, let's see. Let's uh, go to um, line five. Mary in Lancaster. Mary, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning, Sandy. I'm uh, so glad you did this because now if you just let me, I'll make my two comments and you could, you know. Well, you got three minutes, Mary. Don't take it for the setup. Just tell me what's on your mind. Okay, first thing, uh, Goodell, okay. When I, you have that closing on, on your show, right yeah, the guy butts in and he goes, shut up, you ignorant bastard. What do you know? Yeah, what do you know, you ignorant bastard? That's uh, from Seinfeld, yeah. What he did to me is he just caved to the players and to the owners because, well, without, he says, without the black players, there will be no, sure, without the owners and without those big fat contracts, where the heck would they be? That's, the That's a good point. Uh, you know, the NFL is the most popular sport in, in America. People aren't paying to go and see a freaking protest or whatever it is. I mean, they go to the game. I could care less of what, what that guy believes in the field because, you know, th- that's my whole point is who gives a bleep about – One might argue uh, the playing of, a, of an NFL game is the greatest positive for uh, racial understanding. Right. You, don't, you, you don't care who you boo or who you cheer, what color they are. Right. All, uh, all it is is how can they play. He's trying to make it like, oh, everybody has to be tolerant. Well, if somebody isn't tolerant, what the hell does he have to say about it? If somebody's in the stands and he doesn't like somebody, he can't stand something. He's the, he paid his thing. He's not out. The, the fan isn't out there on the field saying, I don't want to see all these black players, right? So the fan comes in and he pays his money and they can, he doesn't, uh, Goodell is, doesn't say a word about you know, taking that money for the season tickets, does he? Well, you know what's going to be a surprise? Remember, the mayor of Minneapolis got booed off the stage with a, a rowdy crowd full of people who believe what he believes. So uh, you got to be careful. You put somebody out there and you give them a forum and the crowd boos them, now, uh, what's that going to say for their dainty little morale? Now, now the important thing i got to tell you, Sandy, I think the president must 
listen to the, the award-winning talk show host because how many times have I called in in the past weeks or so when you had these topics about these uh, uh, protests and everything, and I think I've said it to you, I've said it to Joe Beamer, I say, I don't sympathize with that old guy because he had no business being there, and I said what the president is saying, he could have been, he went up there, to me, it looked like he kept poking the arm of that, that policeman. He instigated the contact. He made contact first, that old Gugino guy. And what I was saying is, what the hell, what if he was a distraction to, to get the, distract the police and everything and have somebody from the crowd jump on these police? Well, he was. Uh, they're, they're talking about now that uh, he was uh, trying to scan the scanners, get the police frequencies, in which case you could do what you want with them. But if it, I mean, I, I, I didn't know about that they could do that with a scanner, but I yep. think, think that that was something terrible, what he was doing, because how obvious was it? I mean, I kept saying, you know, what are, who are you going to believe, me or your eyes? Okay. I got to run, Mary. I'm sorry. Uh, Buzzy, a quick a quick one before the news. Yeah, the mayor just issued his response to the tweet from President Trump saying the city of Buffalo is focused on healing after days and nights of calm and constructive meetings and protest about how we can take action to achieve racial equity and a good future for our residents and community. We will not be distracted from this urgent work. Our focus on positive change is stronger than ever. My administration remains hopeful that Mr. Gugino will experience a full recovery and that the officers involved in this incident receive due process under law. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I think he was right on. Good synopsis. We'll be back with more of Peach and Company on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It is uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Got uh, dueling subjects today. We had one all set and ready to go. And then just before the show started, the president, the, 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 the number one tweeter in the world, decides to tweet something. First of all, regarding the presidential tweet, uh, he claims, I'm characterizing now, that um, uh, Martin Gugino could be an Antifa operative and we've been uh, duped. And the usual suspects afterward came out to say, no, no, no. And that would be Higgins and the county executive and the mayor. Of all three, I think the mayor's explanation was the, the sanest of them all. But yet the um, mayor never denied it, though. He didn't say that he wasn't. No, just, he, he just kind of did a roundabout answer. He did a scenery. He set the scenery, but he didn't lie. And I don't think he stretched it either. Uh, Buzzy, do you have the presidential tweet? 
I do have the president's tweet early this morning. Um, actually, not early this morning, right before this show, mentioning Buffalo. Now, let me tell you, the president has been tweeting uh, a lot this morning. So if you're trying to find it, it is down his Twitter page a while, but you have not gone too far. An hour ago, the president said, Buffalo protester shoved by police could be an Antifa provocateur. 75-year-old Martin Gugino was pushed away after appearing to scam police communications in order to black out equipment. Uh, at OANN, I watched, he fell harder than was pushed, was aiming for scanner, could be a setup question mark. Well, you know, it'll be interesting now when we get to trial. Yeah, if it'll go to trial and the lawyers say it's it's got to go to trial. And it's got to go to trial because our I, I think uh, of a misjudgment by our, our DA. I like him. I've had him on the show. I, had a, I did a show with him for three hours. Nice guy. I like him. But the bottom line is I think he was too afraid not to charge. Uh, and that there'd be uh, people knocking on his door and his name would be on signs. And so he didn't want to do that. So he charged him, which I think is absolutely positively wrong. I think the cops barely touched him. If a feather had flown down from heaven and landed on the finger of the cop as he was touching him, uh, he would have barely moved the feather. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous is what it is. All right, so... Uh, so uh, Brian Higgins said, no, leave us alone, we're, we're healing, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the county executive, not to be left out of anything, he doesn't want to be the forgotten man. No, no, leave us alone, we're okay. And then the mayor, and I think the mayor was the best of the three, just set the scene, said this and that, and we're okay. I want to know how you feel about that. Also, the National Football League, all these, uh, let's see, it happened in 16, so it's uh, four years now. We've been, uh, we've been learning how righteous the NFL is, uh, boom, 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 uh, and, uh, and that's that. Now we find out that anything we learned about the NFL in the last four years, forget it, because they've totally changed. We were wrong, they said. We were wrong, and we encourage people to speak up. And he says, I'm with you. Oh, boy, Roger, you're going to be busy with all those protests. And as I said, I don't care how much they protest as long as it's not during the national anthem. I do not think that's appropriate. Protest your brains out for all I care, but it should not be during the national anthem. Let's go to uh, Buzzy with a couple of uh, Facebooks, and then uh, we'll perhaps go to the phones. Yeah, and both of these are blowing up on Facebook. We'll start with the tweet uh, from the president and we will start with jim who is a top fan on facebook and jim says the president is entitled to his opinion that's exactly what i thought i saw i've watched that video a few times it's funny how quick the congressman and county executive were to walk away from their job just to get their two cents in about the president of course they want to be on record so that in the next let's see the uh, the House uh, votes every time. They're, they're two-year terms, okay? They want to be able to say on their uh, commercials, yes, I stood up for you. Uh, you know, it's all posturing. Okay, another one, please. Yeah, Beth says, look at his Twitter. He's anti-police. That's basically all he tweeted about. Anti-police, anti-Trump, anti-capitalism. I think he was looking to get into an altercation with police, I don't think he purposely 
uh, cracked his head open, but you play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Well, that's right, and uh, I, I like that. That's a very good quote. I saw that online uh, yesterday as I was d- doing a little catch-up. Let's go to line one uh, on the telephone, and that would be Steve in Niagara Falls. Thanks for holding. Steve, you're on WBEN. Good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to say it seems like uh, sports executives and, and the like, and even some so-called conservatives, and, and a lot of people just tend to ignore stats. And I wondered if I could just to share, and anybody could look this up because it's from the FBI uh, stat. They take these stats every 10 years. And the last time they took these stats, they stated that 112,935 police officers were assaulted with dangerous weapons, be it knives, guns, or anything else capable of, of killing. And out of those 112,935, uh, 22,648 of those officers received injuries. Now, here's the kicker. Of the time they were justified in pulling the trigger, they only took the life 3,935 times. So that's 3.5% of the time that they were justified in using deadly force. They they did it only 3.5% of the time. So 96.5% of the time, those officers either received injuries or in some cases died rather than pull the trigger. So, and like I said, I know a lot of people don't care about stats nowadays, but I hope it just makes some kind of a headway on that. Well, it does. And anytime you see stats, it's very interesting. I saw one on Fox that said in the last year, there were nine, uh, nine people, nine uh, minorities shot by police that died. Of the nine, six of them had uh, initiated uh, deadly contact. Uh, so that left three in question. Now, if you think of all of the steps that have gone on during the course of, of the year 2019, that's it. That's the final thing. It, it kind of rings hollow that the cops are out there gunning for minorities. Uh, they're not, and we knew they weren't. Are uh, there some uh, mistakes made? Of course. It's, it's the heat of battle. It's, it's uh, the fog of war. Hey, thanks for, um, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. If you don't think it's a war, I think we're at war now. I absolutely think we're at war now. War ebbs and flows, but it started, and it feeds upon itself. Uh, the, oh, uh, you got a big crowd here. Well, let's, let's go there, the big crowd there. And uh, who's going to organize over there? Uh, the mob, uh, and the mob pays homage to nobody. Ask the mayor of Minneapolis. And you want to have a joke? I, I think we need a little hum- humor. The mayor of, of Indianapolis, not Indianapolis, Min, uh, Minneapolis, the mayor of Minneapolis wants money from the president to rebuild the city of Minneapolis, the one they just burned and tore down, right? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a long line before you get that. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. On the text board, some we know, some we don't. Um, have Buzzy check this, Tony. Uh, Buzzy's job is to check this. Tony's job is to make sure the show runs smoothly and get get everything on. It's supposed to be on. Uh, Have you heard, because I didn't know, that the governor, the female governor of Michigan is the niece of George Soros? I had not heard that, if that's true. I had not heard that either. All right. Have Buzzy check that, if you would. All right, 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. And to uh, do a text that shows up right in our uh, face, uh, you go to 716-830-0930. Got it? So it's uh, just a little bit different than it was before. 
Let's go to line three, and that would be Bob in West Seneca. Bob, you're on WBEN. Morning, Sandy. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're fine. What's on your mind today, Bob? Hey, real quick on the first one is Poland cars. That's fine with me. He wants to rip down the fence around the White House. That's okay. He uh, works out at a RAS building, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay, I want the pylons gone. That it'll stop anything. I want all security taken out of the building. It's exactly what he's asking for. And there's no more metal detectors or anything else around his office, around his building. And if he screams any louder, I want private security pulled, too. Number two on the NFL. Here we go. Roger Goodell. He's just saving his $200 million a year job because he's nothing but lip service for the owners. And like you you brought up, I was I have to say it again. Oh, uh, we would have no NFL without black players. Bull. You look when you go in the stadium, Roger. Look around at eighty thousand people. You have no fans. You have no game. That's true. Yeah, if you have no game, uh, they can play for free for themselves with nobody in the stands. Good points. Uh, thank you for the call. Very very good. I like what he said, too, about the Wrath Building. Take away any protective barriers, uh, anything like that. If you want the president to do it, then you should be willing to do it yourself. Let's go to uh, line four, which would be Roy in Boston. Roy, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Roy. What does Roy have today? I have uh, two quick remarks, one about the NFL and the other about politicians. Well, they're both uh, they're both suitable for today's show. What do you got? Well, I think it's obvious that NFL is an acronym for no frontal lobes. Uh, yeah, frontal is one of the words that begins with F that you could use, surely. Yeah, well, I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, but what you know what I, about this? I have no problem with uh, players addressing grievances. No problem at all. But the, now they, they just turn on a dime. The NFL you know, is saying, uh, the last four years, all those things we told you that you believed in, that we were, none of them was true. We, were, we, we didn't know. We were too stupid. We were ignorant. Now we know, though, this time. And in four years from now, we're not going to say what happened to the game because attendance is down 10%, 20%. Or even more, for a lot of reasons, coronavirus being just one of them. Okay, what's your second one today? But, well, maybe their slogan should be, we refrain from using a brain. But uh, I, I like that. You know, now for the politicians, as far as Governor Meatball, Mark Pullen Farce, and Mayor Bozo Brown. Oh, I like, I like those. You know, I, I, the mayor's been better, though, lately, I have to say that. They are nothing but walking, talking bags of cow manure, typical Democrats. I I just want to have a little bit of a tirade, get that off my chest. Oh, wow. You sound like an excitable guy. <laughs> I'm glad you did, because it's important. Um, that what we're talking about regarding the NFL is entertainment. We go there for entertainment. We don't go to an NFL game for a lecture. We don't go for a PowerPoint presentation. We go to watch guys crash into each other and catch footballs and throw footballs and kick footballs. That's why we go. They all have uh, problems. We all have problems, too. But we don't get to uh, put the pro our problems on the field. And we pay to get in. Okay? So now Goodell welcomes players 
uh, protesting. Can you imagine what kind of mess that's going to be when they finally start playing, if they welcome it? You agree, Tony? Do you think that uh, people are going to take advantage of it and say, hey, now that he welcomes it, now's our chance to get our pet project uh, known and out in front of the public? I can see that happening for sure. Yeah, and I can see it ruining the game. Especially, I like your your position. It's mine too, but uh, you issued it first and that you don't want anything going on during the national anthem. You know, the NFL has an image that we love because we love football, whatever. But uh, you got to wonder about them sometimes. Remember how proud we were that they had all of the military uh, presentations, the color guard, the maybe the person singing the national anthem, the flyovers. We're thinking, this is great. America is football. America is armed forces. America is the NFL. Then we found out that the NFL had to ch- had charged them to do that. The military had to pay to do that, to pay for the color guard, to pay for the giant flag on the, on the field before the game, to pay for the flyover. They charged our own military advertising. I guess if you were, um, uh, you know, if you were in France and uh, France wanted a presentation in America, they could buy something at the NFL level too. And don't forget, Sandy, they went overboard. After 2016, the NFL went head over heels. Oh, everything was military. Everything was pro-America, pro-flag. Why? Because there was backlash from people who said, I'm done with the NFL after the kneeling protest. That's how you want to treat the American flag? I'm out of here. Then the NFL flipped and said, no, 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 no. We want you people. We're looking. We're we're Americans. We're, we're, We're patriots. Yeah, yeah. They're phony. They are as phony as a as a seven dollar bill. Just like Just, the left. Exactly. Uh, all right. Here, here are the two things we're talking about because I only got one minute to the break. Uh, the first thing, Roger Goodell saying we were wrong, meaning they were wrong to not let Kaepernick um, uh, to not support Kaepernick and his kneeling uh, during the national anthem. And uh, also, uh, uh, Martin Gugino was part of the, the uh, president's tweet. He says that uh, Mr. Gugino may be an Antifa operative and, uh, and took a bigger fall than the push. And I agree with that. I think he didn't plan to hit his head, but he definitely planned to cause trouble, and he did cause uh, trouble. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-930. We're back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 